This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that focuses on your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today, we're going to talk about creating an ergonomic workstation while working from home. Occupational therapist Amy Williams is a remote ergonomic assessment specialist who works full-time at MidMichigan Medical Center Midland in the Campus Ridge Building. Healthos ask Amy, why is it important to set up a proper workstation from your home? Well, setting up your workstation ergonomically can help with efficiency and safety. It's important to protect your body while you're working, especially for long hours. One of the really important things is to separate your eyes and your hands. And what that means is we don't want you, let's say, working at a laptop in your eyes, your head having to be so low in order to type on your keyboard. So we recommend you separating your eyes and your hands while using your computer. So for example, I'm working from a laptop here. I use an external keyboard and mouse and I elevate my laptop. So we want to get our monitor up so that you can relax your head and neck while viewing the monitor. Amy, are you telling me not to slouch? Not to slouch, no. (laughs) Especially, I'm, I'm almost six foot tall. So for me, sitting at my desk, I really have, like right now, I don't have my laptop elevated to you. So I'm really bent over. It's not a very ergonomic position, but at my workstation, when I'm working with my patients, I elevate my entire laptop and work from my keyboard, external keyboard and mouse. And I got creative and I'm using a wire file box basically. And I turn it on its side and elevate my monitor that way. They make very inexpensive monitorizers that you can purchase at different office supply stores or use a box from home. You can find lots of different things around the house to use to elevate your monitor so that you can relax your head and neck. But it's also important that we're using good posture when we're working from home. And I think a lot of us have better equipment in the workplace than we do at home for maintaining that good posture. Very true. Yes. Home is our comfortable place. Home is where we come at the end of the day and relax normally. So picking a place at home is really important. If you have a dedicated office, that's fantastic, but not everybody has that option. Most importantly, you don't want to make your couch or your bed, your workstation. The reason it might be comfortable, but you're going to find yourself possibly in some awkward positions that could lead to longstanding issues try to find a surface to work from that's similar to your desk at the office. So if you don't have an existing desk at home, finding a table like a kitchen table or even a card table that you could put up in a room where you could work that's quiet, that's free from distractions. Having to do this with my children right now, we're planning for, I have a high schooler tomorrow that will be home and we have to find a quiet place. I have a middle schooler next week that We have to find separate places for them. We don't really want them to be in their rooms either. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's important to find a place where you can minimize distractions and allow you to stay focused. So the first thing is finding that area in your home where you can work. And are there some areas of the home that you would suggest are better than others? Yeah, is it if you have an office, a spare room of some kind, the basement? is a really good place. I'm going to have one child in our extra bedroom that we use as an office, but basement separating the two. I know lots of clients right now who both spouses are working from home. They're going to have children working from home. So you can spread out 
give yourself a quiet space. That's really important. I'm working as we speak from my dining room that I've modified into my office, Mm -hmm. but my 12 year old is using the den and my easy chair as his place to work. Why should we avoid places like the couch, places like an easy chair? What's the danger of using them as a workstation? First of all, it's hard to stay focused when you're so comfortable. (laughs) It's sometimes really hard to stay focused, but we can end up in really awkward postures, especially if you have a laptop or a Chromebook that you're working from and it's on your lap, then you end up in a really flexed, kyphotic, as we call it here in the clinic position. It can cause a lot of strain on your head and neck and arms. So if you have a work surface, that's ideal. Is there something inherently wrong with the couch or the easy chair that we should be avoiding? Is it just because that's what we usually use for relaxing? Or do we tend to not sit correctly in those areas when we're trying to work on a laptop or a Chrome? Right. Uh, We tend to not sit correctly. We tend to recline, which then causes us to crane our neck a little bit more. If you can use an office chair, that's obviously ideal. An office chair that is fully adjustable is ideal. I have clients right now who have been working from home most of this year and have actually asked their employers, can I bring my chair home from the office? It can't hurt to ask. If you don't have something at home, it's a chair that might be adjusted for you, that fully supports your back, allows your core to rest. Being able to sit back in your chair is really important to let your spine, your core rest. If you don't have that option at home, we have kitchen chairs and folding chairs and things at our house that my kids are going to have to use. Padding the seat, can help with comfort, a pillow or a cushion that you might have. That can sometimes lead to legs dangling. You know, we're all built differently. We all have different stature. So supporting our feet is really important. I sit at a a little bit higher surface here at my desk. And so I have to have support under my feet, even though I'm five foot 11, I still have to have support under my feet in order to bring my knees up to the height of my hips. Keeping your thighs parallel to the floor is important because that allows you to sit back in your chair and let your spine be supported. So some books under your feet, binder, a sturdy box of some kind can be helpful in order to bring those knees up. You mentioned bringing home your office chair. I had to bring home my trackball because I'm one of those guys who uses an upside down mouse. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that we tell our listeners that if there are ergonomic devices you're using at work and you rely on, when you're working at home, those same kind of stresses are going on in different parts of your body and you need to be aware of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. It, it cannot hurt to ask your employer if that's an option to bring home. You might need to make an investment in another set of equipment. And while we're talking, I have a rolled up bath towel with duct tape on my lumbar area to support Mm -hmm. my spine. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to spend money to do that necessarily. You just have to be creative. That's right. Be creative. You can find things around the house. Boxes can be helpful. Another trend is a sit to stand desk. Getting up out of your seat, standing for periods of time can be really helpful, gives you an ergonomic break throughout the day. And a lot of offices have fancy sit-to-stand options, and you may not have that opportunity at home, but you could use a box or go to a counter height surface if you have something that nature around the house to elevate. We don't encourage you to stand for long periods of time. Just give yourself an ergonomic break for maybe 10 or 15 minutes every hour or so 
throughout the day. What do you call those big inflatable balls that they have in gyms? Yes, an, an exercise ball. We don't recommend those for long periods of time. One, for safety reasons, people can fall off of the ball easily. They're very dynamic, very unstable, but they don't allow your core to rest or relax. It, it forces you to fire those core muscles all day long. So if you're going to sit on a ball very briefly, you know, a few minutes at a time, but we do not recommend them for long periods of time. I was going to say, this might be a good time to try that out, but you're saying do it on a limited basis and don't fall off. That's right. Don't fall off. What other tips can you share for our folks who are working from home? Well, eye strain is another subject I wanted to touch on. There is a rule called the 20-20-20 rule. Every 20 minutes, you should spend... 20 seconds looking at something 20 feet away just to help reduce some of that eye strain. Setting a timer might be helpful while you're working. I know it's easy to get engrossed in your work and time can move quickly, but giving yourself that break. And again, that ergonomic break every 30 to 60 minutes, if you could even just stand up and change position for a few seconds, do a few stretches before returning to your work. That's important. As an occupational therapist, are you of the mindset that we're actually not just more productive when we worry about ergonomics in the workplace, but it's actually better for our bodies? It is better for our bodies, yeah. Having a proper ergonomic setup is helpful in keeping us focused on our work. But yes, the long-term stress and strain that it can put on our bodies, those cumulative trauma type of injuries that we see can be reduced if you take the few minutes to set up your workstation ergonomically each day. It can reduce the overall stress on your body. Avoid leaning over. I'm doing all these things wrong, Amy. I'm doing them all wrong right now myself. Um <laughs> What about lighting my workplace? We're not necessarily equipped for that at home. Right. Task lighting can be really helpful. So finding a lamp that you can bring nearby, place on your work surface. If you are in a room with a window, try to position your computer 90 degrees to that window so you don't have glare either coming from behind you or directly in your face. So trying to sit at more of an angle from that light, direct overhead. I know in our basement where I'm going to have a child, we have really bright fluorescent lights in the basement. So we may have to do some adjustment there. It's important for us not only to set up our own workstation, but also workstations in our home for our kids who are working from home now too. Right. Very important to set that up for our children, giving them that same quiet place, reduced distractions. I know for sure my 12-year-old would not be good in her own bedroom. There's too many distractions for her there. She's going to be in a separate office at a desk, you know, clear space. She's a lot smaller, so we need to make sure that she's comfortable. So we'll take a look here in the next few days at making sure we have a chair that's appropriate for her, support her feet. And then again, looking at head and neck posture, you know, are in that chronically flexed position because of the height of their Chromebook that they might have. Do we need to look into other accessories to separate her eyes and hands like we would as adults? And also consider things like trackballs, wrist supports, those kind of things that you might have at the office. You've got to remember that these kids are going to be working five, six hours a day from home as well. So they're going to need some of the same kind of considerations we as adults are going to need. 
Not only that, but they're going to start using those kinds of things earlier. So if we don't do it right from the beginning, they may have more of the carpal tunnel and the lower back problems that we've experienced. Right. Those long-term chronic problems. Absolutely. Yes. So taking a look at, are they using the touchpad on their Chromebook? Would they benefit from an, an actual mouse that could be attached to their device, the wrist rest, because definitely want to try to keep those wrists as neutral as possible. The height of the desk is important. We want to be up working at a comfortable height. In general, when you're keyboarding at your device, you want to try to have your forearms parallel to the floor, meaning we don't want our wrists a lot lower than our elbows, and we don't want our wrists a lot higher than our elbows. We want to try to keep those forearms neutral so we can relax our neck and shoulders while we're working. So for little people, that could be a challenge. So finding a comfortable space is important for them as well. Might also suggest taking coffee breaks with your kids and do some stretching and walking outside. Yes, definitely taking ergonomic breaks for the kids is really important. Hopefully the teachers will recognize that and give them a few seconds maybe just to stand up, stretch, move around. Helps to refocus. I know for my 12-year-old, she will need that. You're actually doing ergonomics consulting work remotely as well? I am. I am doing it remotely. So I take my you know same practices that I use face-to-face and turning them virtually. What I have my clients do, I send them an email with some information. I ask them to take some photos of themselves or have a family member take some photos of themselves sitting at their workstation so I can go ahead and start problem solving even before I virtually meet with the person. So I can start thinking about those changes, maybe some equipment that I would recommend. And then we do a virtual visit. And then I can follow up with them, see how they're feeling down the road. So I don't even need to come into someone's home or come into someone's office if we don't need to do that. And how does somebody avail themselves of your services? Well, contact MidMichigan Rehab Services, our location here at Campus Ridge. The phone number is 989-837-9100. We can talk further as to scheduling a time. We do a cash basis. If we feel it's medically necessary, we certainly can take a referral from a physician and do an occupational therapy evaluation and visit. We can do it that way as well. That is Remote Ergonomic Assessment Specialist, Occupational Therapist Amy Williams with MidMichigan Health. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org doctors. For more information about MidMichigan Medical Center's rehabilitation services, go to midmichigan.org rehabilitation. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in again soon for another episode of Health Dose.